As we always do, no intros necessary. It's all in the description below. We have a trade frenzy of a show coming up for you today. This is episode 11. Uh, but first, as always, I'm going to ask my man James, James Holis. Uh, J Holis Hoops is the Twitter handle. How you doing today, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. thought you were going to be rude and, and just try to hop into the show. We, you know, we haven't talked since, uh, since last year. So, you know, we got a lot of catching up to do. Exactly. How was your New Year? Yeah, you know. Uh, New Year was good, man. I had family in from Detroit. Uh, brother went out. Uh, I have a friend who runs kind of a restaurant bar. So just, uh, it was like low-key, but a really good scene. It was about like 15, maybe 20 of us. Good uh, 90s hip-hop, 90s dance music, good drinks. Bringing in the New Year right. How about yourself? That's what's up, brother. Yeah, yeah nah. I, I see, man, I had plans to go out and start raining here in San Diego. And I just looked around and, uh, you know, it was nine o'clock, crazies and drunks on the road. I ended up sitting down, man. I didn't do nothing. Me and my, me and my pup rang it in. You know, I gave him, I gave him some kibble and I had some champagne. And then like the next night I went out with my my fellas. So Nice. Oh man, it was like uh, minus five years. So we had all the ice going. So, so we had all those crazies, but slipping and sliding. So it was a, it was a bad scene. <laughs> But enough about slipping and sliding in Montreal, because I know, you know, weather is not what it's all about. It's about having a good time. So I'm happy to hear that you had a good time. Happy to hear the pup had a good time. Happy to hear we all made it safe. And we're all here alive in 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough of all that sweet saccharine stuff, man. Let's let's hop into this basketball show because this what people this what they pay to hear. Or what they no, they don't pay to hear because it's all free. But still, this is But what they show up want, to hear. So. So this is the, one of the another worst parts of the show, probably because of the name Holus Hitters, which is just another terrible name. I wasn't even going to say it that way. You're the one who said it. I, I think you kind of like it. I think you're kind of no, it's, it's warming up to you, man. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Well, you're going to have to come up with something else. So uh, Giannis had a big night the other night. Giannis mm-hmm. Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak as he's known. So young, so long, so good. My man, uh, he outplayed. Carmelo Anthony in the garden, in the garden, not the garden. That's the gardens where where the Celtics are. And um, he hit a big step back game winner at the buzzer to win the game. Um, Melo became an instant meme, you know, making faces and looking defeated. Uh, what do, what does this mean for Giannis' star, man? Is w- w- coming into the season, what do you think about Antetokounmpo, and what do you think about him now? I thought coming into the season he had a lot of potential, but the one thing that this whole thing has showed me is that he's getting that killer instinct. Like, we, we've seen he can be the facilitator, he can, you know, uh, fill all the holes, you know, block shots, everything. But I think he wants to be the guy, and I think he's finally getting that, for lack of a better term, mamba mode to him. You know, we're hearing all this... Uh, there's better terms. There's very many... There's a lot better... You can say killer... All right, say, killer instinct. Uh, all right, rewind on that killer instinct. We, we hear all these all these stories of him going and staying till the gym to 1 a.m., 3 a.m. after a loss, just working on his game. And look, when you when you have that length, that athleticism, and everything going for you, and you put in that work ethic, good things happen. And and I think that's a sign. Like when he wanted to take that last shot, you know, they have Jabari Parker, they have some other guys who can take shots who've been doing it for a bit. You know, 
maybe classically a bit better scores, but the fact that he wanted to be that guy and it was just ice cold. He's, 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 well, it's not even the fact that he wanted to. It's the fact that he can. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. funny because people actually were questioning him when they were drafted, and and now look at him. The guy's just dominating. Um, at the other end of the spectrum, let's talk about the Knicks. Knicks had a lot of people really excited in the preseason. There was talk again of, oh, we might win, be in the playoffs. And Derek Rose. Seed, seven seed. Derek Rose. Derek Rose had the nerve, the, the audacity to call them a super team. <laughs> I mean, um, and now we fast forward now. They've lost uh, nine of the last 11, including six in a row. Uh, Porzingis is out. Let's talk, you know, it's nothing serious, but he's not playing right now. Carmelo, over his last, I think I took a look yesterday, like over the last 11 games, is averaging like 19 points a game, shooting 38% from the floor or something. No, no. Um, he's, he's, not, he's not looking, he's not, he's not aging very gracefully, it seems like. Um, what does this mean for the Knicks? Uh, teams are coming in now and just doing whatever they want, where once Madison Square Garden was like one of the most, you know, revered, feared place to play. Now guys are coming in and just doing what they want. How, how does this, what do the Knicks do moving forward now, man? Derrick Rose, I think over his last, uh, four of his last six games, he's had more shots than points. They got Porzingis, the unicorn, and then they got these other guys. How do they look moving forward? I mean, I mean, the last time the Knicks were actually a feared team in terms of coming in and being physical, like I'm remembering the times of Charles Oakley, right? Like maybe a little bit Marcus can be a little bit later on, but uh, like like an over the hill Joakim Noah is not going to do it. And as much as Porzingis is adding some flair to his game, he's not the defender and the enforcer. You know, they just don't have that guy. Melo, to me, is never going to be a defensive anything. A bit soft that way. And, you know, to me, it's kind of like, like they're kind of like an NBA 2K team, like, like by name and what they kind of can do on the offensive end. You're like, sure. But the only player I really like on that team is Courtney Lee, to be honest. I I, I mean, I like really? Przingis too. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably Przingis and Lee. I'm a big Lee, Courtney Lee fan, although right. I'm a big 3 and D guy fan, no matter the position. Um I just think it's one of those things where they're like, okay, we got Derrick Rose. Cool. We can get the former MVP. But, like, a lot of those things you were just saying coming let me, in. Let me just... tell you real quick who to look out for. Let me tell you who to look out for. Mm-hmm. Willie Hernan Gomez and my man Mendagas Kuzminskis. You heard it here first. Those dudes are part of the, They could be part of the future. They could be role players on a really good team. So, uh, and, you know, the people, the, the, the fans love Ron Baker because of his hustle, but those two right there, Hernan Gomez and, and Kuzminskis, they could really. I'm going to give you props there, brother. That is name dropping, like, like on an extreme level. Um, but, uh, but these guys, like, I still to this day still think it was a massive mistake to get rid of Robin Lopez. Like, a lot of what you just said, that toughness, I think Robin Lopez, if he's in there, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen. Um, I don't know. I think this is a team that. You're never gonna win with Derrick Rose and Carmelo Anthony's your best players. I, I like. I, th- there's just so much wrong, and there's so much money already being spent. Like like Noah, this contract was just terrible. I I I think Carmelo's hamstringing them by not allowing for a trade. Like they need to be able to move on to be able to maximize on Porzingis. And Derrick Rose, while it's flashy and nice, and he's probably playing a bit better than some people thought he would he's still not doing it on an efficient level. Like they have a whole bunch of really non-efficient guys and a whole bunch of guys who don't play defense. That's not going to win you games. I don't care what names are on the back of those jerseys. It may be fun to watch on the offensive end sometimes, but as a true Knicks fan, you're going to hate it. And you know what? I I get it. It's tough to, uh, to suck it up in, in the big apple, but they may have to. And I don't know, like, 
I don't know how you do it because, again, it's that situation. You can't just give Carmelo nothing, but then he's kind of giving you nothing. I don't know. It like I I, I wouldn't want to be their GM right now. Yeah, he got the no trade clause, but I mean, once once you kind of make it known that he's 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 not wanted there, why would he stay? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna it's gonna be an awkward situation here soon, I think, man. It's already and awkward. Bill Jackson, right? Noah, and then Noah's the been G- a lot. And Noah's been a lot better as of late. He's he's actually playing with a little hustle and, and being productive. But the, uh, somebody wrote a good article today about uh, how Derrick Rose might be useful but not helpful. So it's gonna be really interesting going forward, man. Because it's funny. It was funny watching the Knicks fans and and even some Knicks media transition from oh yeah, this should be a playoff team to well, this should be a 500 team. So now it's now well, let's see what happens. Um, <laughs> also in the league, man, Jimmy Butler had a great night the other night. He had scored over 50. He's a uh, eighth player of the season to score over 50. And um, but around him, the team is is falling apart and becoming what we thought they would. And it's funny because I remember earlier this in these earlier episodes, you were trying to kind of poke me a little bit. Uh, Chicago, I thought we no no Chicago's who exactly we thought they were. They uh they had to bench Rondo, who started making noise about wanting to be out of there. They actually had to bench uh Wade the other night in the second half. And they hey Hoiberg has been he's he's been he's behind the eight ball because they gave him a roster that doesn't fit what he wants to do. I think he's starting to assert himself a little bit, and Jimmy Butler gives him a chance. But the team around him is so bad, doesn't really matter. Um, you know, right now I saw a stat today. I think it said Chicago was sitting 18 and 18 with a net rating of exactly zero, and that's very fitting. <laughs> you know, very fitting. So they beat Cleveland without, you know, with LeBron James and nobody else, and they they beat Charlotte the other night with Jimmy Butler going for 52. But I mean, moving forward, Yahoo News uh, reports today that Jimmy Butler might be on the trade market. You know, they're actually taking they're going to field offers for him. What do you think Chicago should do? Is is this? I mean, do you keep the, do you keep the the the, a lot of people like my thing is when you have a star, it's the hardest thing to do. You want to hold on to that star and build around them. Chicago's having a hard time doing that. They're showing they they maybe not be capable of it. It's tough for me, right? Because I was a little bullish at the start. I'm a big Robin Lopez fan. I was just said with New York. I like the addition there, and I really like Bobby Portis at power forward. But he's nowhere near ready. Miritich is playing a little more, um, and the rest of the crew. Um, I, I don't know. Dwayne Wade, if you look at his at his impact on the court, off, off the court, that they're playing better when he's not playing. Same with Rondo. And, I, and it was an interesting interview. I was watching um, something on Fox Sports, how they were, how they were saying how, how Rajon Rondo has been bouncing around the league, and he's just fighting with coaches, fighting with coaches, fighting. Like, he, he fought with Doc Rivers and uh, Rick Carlisle, like like two of the nicest guys, supposedly, for, for the guys in the know. Who, who are coaches and and when you don't get along at a certain point it, it's your fault you know and like I know they promised him a different type of offense but at the start of the season these guys were all hitting threes at the start of the season it was all clicking but I, I don't know it's tough because again you just signed Dwayne Wade so I think they should trade away uh, Butler only because he's 27 right now, and I just don't know if you're gonna bring in that other superstar who Wade was kind of supposed to be, even though he's at the tail end. But he's not providing enough, um, and I don't know how you trade and get enough assets back. Like, it's not like you can package Portis and Rondo and bring back a, you know, a Kevin Love type player. Like, like that. Like, there's not enough happening there. Um, in its own thing, I would say trade Butler, but it just worries me that you... You, you got to trade Wade, too. You got to exactly, trade Wade, too. Exactly, that you're still stuck no with Wade, because if you're trading one, you're trading the other. And and 
And that becomes a bit interesting because Dwayne Wade making money and at his age, it, it's like, what, you trade him to, to some team that, re- like, what, I don't know, San Antonio, maybe? Nah, Philly. Philly would take him. You think Philly takes Denver Wade? Would take him. Of course they would. Put butts in seat, a veteran. Of course they would. Huh. Same reason that, that Denver would want him. He's he's actually a good player, and I mean he's a he's a he's a he's a Hall of Famer. So yeah, of course they. Would. I kind of like him in Denver. Actually, that's not bad. Like next to all their young guys to kind of provide that leadership. I, I um, actually the same argument uh, could be made for Minnesota then, right? Tibbs, you think he, uh, you think he'd like Wade? Um, I think so. He would like the veteran presence. Yeah, because I'm just thinking like they need. Like, like there has to be a team that can take on that money. Uh, uh, but anyways, coming back to them, I think it's just there's some guys who are too young and there's not enough top-tier talent there. And if Jimmy Butler was like 23, I would say you're absolutely holding on to him. But the point is he's coming like 27, 28 right now. This is where you're maximizing your value if you ever are going to trade for him. Because if you're any kind of contender, this is where you're getting maximum Jimmy. Yeah, I think it's it's you kind of got to move on from him, man, and it it sucks because I love Jimmy Butler's game. I know that he's you know Chicago loves him, the people love him. I think ownership got to do. I wish there was a way. The, the sad part is that the GM and ownership are in, in lockstep, so you can't say ownership get rid of the GM. But yeah, they got they got problems there, man. They got a lot of problems. There. Tons, bro. Um, what else? Oh, and of course, big news today. Just just a couple hours ago, Kyle Korver is uh, headed to Cleveland. Um, just two seasons ago, man, Atlanta won sixty. Uh, they, you know, there were the Spurs East. All five players were, you know, player of the player of the month. 2015 the NBA like All Star Kyle Korver. You know, uh, what four of them made the All Star game that yep. year? You know what I mean? So, and 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 how quickly things change. Now the only one, the one and one left standing in Atlanta is Paul Millsap. The cast around him changed, um, and they they went through their struggles. But I mean, it's, it's crazy that they do this now when they've I think they just won five straight. You know, and they seem to be really turning around. But um, I guess ownership just kind of looked around and, and, and really had to take a deep thought about what they were doing. So because they were called the Spurs East and because, uh, you know, Coach Bud is a is a Popovich disciple, he did everything by the book the way the Spurs should do it. Now, but let's talk about it. How much does chemistry really mean? And, and, and it took him years to build that chemistry in San Antonio. Think about how special that must be to, to last as long as it has when, you know, just two years ago, 60, 60 wins, this team was great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, no, I, I mean, it was that team that you couldn't not guard anybody. But, but I mean, offensively, there's a big difference between Al Horford and uh, Dwight Howard. I mean, as good as Dwight has been this year, there's a certain amount of spacing and passing. And I don't know, it's it. I think Al Horford was a special piece on that team, as, as undersized as him and Millsap was. Um and again, they got rid of Teague as well. I mean, uh, we're, we're talking about the center, but we're also talking about Jeff Teague and Dennis Schroeder, as good as he's playing, is not yet at the level of Jeff Teague. I mean, we saw Jeff Teague tonight. Um, he, he dropped over 20. There, there are three players on, um, on on Indian. My man, Miles Turner, had like 15 rebounds, five blocks. So, But going back there, chemistry matters a ton. I mean... If you look at Golden State, why does KD go there? Above all else, he just loves that, how they play. He loves the chemistry. He likes that they like each other. Chemistry matters a lot. I mean, in the exact opposite, why did he leave? Why did KD leave OKC? You could say the same thing. 
the lack thereof. Uh, chemistry is a huge part, and I think they took that risk with Schroeder, and I think on some levels it was... I don't think Schroeder's the problem. I just think it's the fact that, like, with, with San Antonio, they took a lot of time to build that equity. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Tim Duncan, uh, he, he was just like, you know, even though I think they maxed him out the first time, you know, him, Manu, all of them, they took big, they took, you know, pretty big, sizable pay cuts to stay there, and, to make, and they all knew that money was going to go back into the team. While they try to do it quick, you know, quick fix Atlanta, get these guys, sign them. These guys didn't have that kind of loyalty to the team. They don't. They didn't care. They want to be paid, and I, you got to understand that. So it's just, it's just different, man. It just shows you how special what they did in San Antonio. On the same, on the same token. Uh, right now, let me look. Right now, Portland has taken the lead from Atlanta. I mean, from Atlanta, from the from the Lakers. But uh, Dame is back. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Dame just missed like five games, and in those five games, hey. Portland played Golden State close. They uh, beat Sacramento handily. They played Toronto very close. And on in those four games, C.J. McCollum averaged 31, almost 31, 5-5. Five and five. He shot excellent from the floor, and they looked like a real team. Dame came back, and they were just down big to the Lakers. So uh, I saw a tweet. Somebody was saying that Dame is irked because he hears the, the rumblings about Blazers being a better team without him. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not better without him because he's a legit 25-5-5 and guy. But do you think him and CJ can coexist? I think they can. I just don't know if they should. Kind of like the same argument I always give with Toronto. I don't like when you're both your players playing the same side of a court. I think a guy like Dame right now, even though you know everything we said with the numbers, you can still get a ton for him. And if you could get someone in that front court to match with 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 uh, CJ, and then because right away, if, as soon as you turn Dame into a big, that starts Crab at the, at the two. That starts Aminu. That starts Harkless. Uh, 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 even stupid Turner. Like it's just it, it maximizes the other money you've already spent. And and we could look into this. I mean, like I don't think there's a shortage of teams, especially in a league where big point guards are all the rage and everything where a guy who's 6'3 and his money uh, in the playoffs with huge shots wouldn't be wanted. I mean... Nah, my thing is, man, it's just, again, just like I said last time, it's so hard to get stars near stars talent that once you get them, you hold on to them. That's why I I I knew OKC shouldn't trade uh, Russ. And you, you don't just, you know, on a whim say, all right, well, this is not really working. Let's trade him. It's just so hard to get upper echelon talent. So you got to keep him. You got to hold on to him. So what if yeah, you get I, I talent think, um, back like that? Right? Like, I, mean, like I, I, I don't think you trade Dame. Dame has been, he means more to the franchise than just, just points and wins and losses right now. After what he did last season, he's earned that equity. Again, he's earned that equity. CJ is, great, is good too. And the, team, the, fam, the fans love him too. I don't know if CJ can bring back the haul that you want. And again, man, you got two guards who are averaging twenty something points a game. That's not bad. Look at I mean, again, look what they doing, look what they're doing in, in Golden State. So it's it, it can work. You gotta just get somebody behind them. You gotta get a, a rim protector behind them, man. So that's that's about it for my, my quick hitters, man. I just it's it's really I wanna see Dame succeed, but then again I wanna be right. And I said Portland was gonna struggle this year to make the playoffs and might not do it. So it's it's an internal struggle with me. I wanna see good basketball from Dame. I like him. Uh like him a lot. I like what Portland well, now they signed Evan Turner, so I don't like what they did. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see. So, well, look, uh, uh, we're gonna be talking about like, like like a few trade ideas on this show, and so I'm just thinking uh, where we are at the quick hitters. 
I was going to talk about Dame quick, quick, and, and I actually wanted to throw you out like 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 two, three ideas, and and then we're going to bang out uh, the other three in the second half just to match this up. I'm going to throw these at you, and you can shoot them down like poo-poo if you want, but I want you to think about them. How about Dame Lillard, and you take Turner, getting rid of that, for Boogie Cousins and Rudy Gay. So, one more time. So, Dame Lillard and Evan Turner, so that contract you don't like, for Boogie Cousins and Rudy Gay. Because um, then you got Boogie, you can start a minus, or you can go big with. I mean, for Portland, it's great. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that that uh, that the Sacramento front office is sophisticated enough to do that. I think they're kind of just going to bail on Boogie. I don't know. I kind of like it both ways. Like, like I like, like I don't think Turner. That's the worst fit for him. If you got a Ben McLemore, some kind of a shooting guy, and so you get that backcourt that's scoring a lot of points. You get Turner, who can play, you know, a little bit of facilitator, and then you have a, a young front court. You still have Kali Stein. You still have a uh, Scal uh, Labissiere, and then you got probably a, a pretty high pick in a loaded draft, and then you got it's it's Dame's team again. But then, like on the Sacramento t- uh, side, I'm like whatever. But then on Portland side, you got Boogie in the front court. Same kind of conversation we had w- w- uh, with Russ. Like you have a defined difference. You got CJ who's killing it. Then you got crab next to him. You got a whole whack of, of wings still there. He's, nah. And, and they, and they got, you, you can run boogie, Aminu, Harkless, crab. And yeah. TJ. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man, boogie's not going anywhere. That's the whole point. They're not trading boogie. All right. All so, right. I mean, they've nah, Sacramento's made it pretty clear. They're going to ride boogie to the wheels fall off. So it, it's a pipe dream. I love him in Boston. I just, I don't think it's going to happen. Man. All right. Then, uh, number two, um, I want another big score in Utah. Um, George Hill and Derek Favors for Dame Lillard. That would actually be great, right? That would make Portland. That would make Portland dangerous, really dangerous. Yeah. Okay. Wow, man, I'm proud of you for that. One. I, That's a good. Because I think Hill and CJ can play well together personally. And then Favors in that front court, they can play small. They can play big with Mason. Yeah, that that actually. My only thing, I mean, all I care about is you'd have you'd have a defensive guard who can guy who can he can guard twos uh, beside Dang, and then you got a, a shot blocking score in the middle. I mean that's you know I, I don't I'm not as high in Terry Stotts as a lot of people are. Um, you know especially like look, Dame was out so he he shifts his defense to make it better. I mean why wouldn't you do that? You know twenty something games ago, why would you wait until now to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, but whatever. So yeah, I mean I'm not high in Terry Stotts, but I mean you can make use of a guy like you know. Definitely make favorites to me is a borderline all star. Mm-hmm. So that did yeah, that one works. That was a good one. All right, perfect. Give me that one. That was a good. I one. got a couple quick ones. So this one is maybe it's a little bit less because I don't think you're getting the star factor back. But take Dame Lillard, throw him to Indiana to give that second star next up our man Paul George. Give up uh, uh, Turner, Miles Turner, Thad Young, and Jeff Teague. So then you got Teague. Turner and the rest of your bigs. That's your front court. Makes a lot okay. makes a lot more sense. And then you get Teague to replace uh, uh, Lillard. You still have CJ, so, and so you still got a, a nice backcourt who can put up some points. You still have all your wings. 
And if you needed to pass more money, I like, I don't even think again, Evan Turner is the worst fit there. If you have to pass it back. I mean, like it, Evan Turner's always a bad. Yeah, guy. I know. I know. I'm just trying to say it. So like, give me the, give me the, so run this down. I'm, I'm thinking about it. run it down for me one more time. Okay. So it's Dame Lillard. He sent Indiana. So he's, so he's going to be the two man wrecking crew with our man, Paul George. And then they're training out uh, Miles Turner's. Uh, so there's your, your nice young stud and, and potential future guy. Uh, Thad Young, a, a guy to run. Uh, you said, oh, oh, so you say they're sending Miles Turner out? Yeah. No, okay, that's where you already you're already done. Miles Turner is Miles Turner is is right there, maybe half step below the Carl Anthony Towns and the Chris Dapper. Interesting. Things. Tonight he had tonight he had twenty five five like two or three blocks. He had twenty five fifteen five blocks. Twenty five fifteen, yeah, yeah fifteen five blocks, yeah. uh, two threes. Nah, you don't. You're not training that away. At the age of what, 20, 21? You're not you know what? Uh, I'm I'm okay with being wrong in this, uh, just because I found out that you're a big of a Miles fan as I am. So uh, scrap that completely. Uh, the only two other ones I can kind of think of is maybe Milwaukee Jabari Parker. Put put Lillard next to Antetokounmpo. Hmm. I I don't think as as good of a score. Well, you know what? Wing scoring is a big deal, man. Wing scoring is a big deal, but Jabari. That's not bad. Jabari and who else? You gotta make the money work because don't you gotta make the, make the money work. So you've got some guys like Greg Monroe could probably come back if you want, if you want a big or cause the only guys making a ton of money there. You got him or <laughs> damn, bro, you bring the heat today. So Jabari, Jabari and Greg Monroe. Greg, I think Greg's only Greg making sixteen or seventeen. So that might that's that's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, I think you need more though, because Dame's Dame's at what twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, yeah, but Parker was a number two pick overall, so at this point he's that's still only like five or six million, bro. All right, so how much am I how much am I missing? You're still probably off a little bit, but I mean, whatever. You throwing they could make it. Work. Yeah, something like that. Oh, there's enough bigs. They could throw like a Miles Plumley. You could throw a little, a little Aussie point guard. There's a there's a few. Um, who's that guy? The Canadian point guard there, um, Ennis or uh, or whatever. Oh, you could pull some Tyler Ennis. Yeah. You can pull some guys like that. Nah, you you bring you bring some heat today, man. I'm proud of you. You've been working, you've been working your game. Nice, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing my homework, and I can't wait to get to the second half of the show because I got three other big names and I got equal homework, and and we're gonna get this on real hard. I'm super excited about this show. Um, are there any thoughts uh, you want to leave people before we go uh, at the buzzer? You want your last shot? I'm just, I'm just. Hey, the studio has become the teacher. You actually bring it today, man. You're in the zone. Bam. All right, guys, we'll catch you on the other side. What you mean you ain't never heard about the away team? What you mean you ain't never heard about the away team? The away team? The away team? Those guys, that's the away team. And the second half is in effect, first half is in the books. Um, and I got to admit, man, Phil, you kind of, you, you carried the team in the first half, man. I was, I was, uh, I had the rally towel going. I, I was setting you up, but you were hitting everything. So you, you, uh, go ahead and see if the heat covers in the second half, man. Many thanks, many thanks. So, um, obviously with, um, a lot of trades happening in the first half, Cleveland getting Kyle Korver, which means there's another big name potentially on the move, Paul Millsap. Uh, we were talking about Atlanta first half, kind of where they're going with everything, and it looks like they're realizing, like I called at the start of the season, they're kind of uh, pretending to contend. And if they trade Paul Millsap, I know he's saying the right stuff, like he wants to stay around. There are a ton of teams that could use his services, and he would be a major, uh, major asset. Now, 
the difference. Let me, let me try one. Let me yeah, try yeah, one. Let's get it. Los Angeles Clippers, Sam Blake Griffin for Paul Millsap. I like that one a ton. The only thing I can think, although it doesn't even matter because I was like, are, is Blake going to sign in Atlanta? But then they're both up for contracts. And that's the whole point, right? They just want they want to move Millsap. So even if they want, I don't know. I don't know what picks the Clippers have. I'm trying to think anybody young. They, uh, nah, we know Clippers don't have anybody young. <laughs> so, uh yeah, that's a far-fetched one because they can get probably they can get they can probably get some some real durable assets for for Paul Millsap. I was thinking like Blake Griffin and uh, and and I don't awesome. know, throwing some filler, <laughs> throwing some filler, and guess what? Let's say if they can find a way to get Tabo and Blake and and Paul Millsap, and then now you got the small forward Ooh. you need, and you got a defensive uh, power forward. And who can shoot threes? And you got him with DeAndre and, Paul and, and Chris Paul. See that Clippers team? Like, I think for Atlanta, it's kind of just like 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 staying the course. Like, it, it'll be an interesting team with Blake and Dwight. I don't know how how many wins they'll get, but I like that CP3, DeAndre Jordan, Paul Millsap, Thabo, and you got JJ. That's a lot of defense, and that and and, and that oh, is that enough to like. Uh, to be in the conversation that the Warriors need to sweat a couple more, a, a couple more bullets there. I just, I just know that the Clippers need something, and like I said, Phil's do or die. Um, their season is kind of the clock is ticking for them because uh, I mean, once they get back, they got to let everybody get healthy again, and everybody gets in rhythm again. They're going to have like a forty-game season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, no, I can see you there. Um, how about? There's a few others that I was kind of thinking of, and see, I really wanted to get him to the Spurs. Like, I really th- thought that he would solve things, but then I'm like, oh, I can't see them trading for, like, LaMarcus Aldridge and Bobby Simmons. I, I don't know. Like, 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 I think for Atlanta, that's, like, d- do you want to be stuck with LaMarcus Aldridge for a few more years? Like, I guess that's the question. Because, uh, because I think the I Spurs mean, the do is, that. Um... Because Paul Millsap and Kawhi Leonard with Green, that well, see again, that's why, like you just said, that's why Atlanta wouldn't do it, right? I mean, the whole point is is trying to they're trying to rebuild. Yeah. Now, if they want to try to stay competitive, because Jeff Teague just got, I mean, Schroeder, Schroeder just got his money. Um, Dwight's there for two years, so maybe they would do it because Lamarcus is there for another two years, I think. So, and, and Lamarcus has shown that if he has a defensive big like he showed with Robin Lopez, that he can be productive, right? So maybe you get that front court to score, but I I don't I don't sound too hot on that one. What I'm actually thinking of is uh, we're going back and we're talking about Chicago, how they have to turn it all around. Let's say they don't. Let's say they take Bobby Portis, McDermott, and Valentine, and something like that, uh, maybe a pick or something like this, and and then you turn that into Millsap, and then if if you're Atlanta, you you get a bunch of nice young guys there. I think the problem again is be money because uh, they got to make the money match right, and we're talking Porters and those guys. They're on, they're on, you know, they're making the pittance. Yeah, the uh, you could theoretically that would be an interesting Dwayne Wade spot, but uh, you could do Taj Gibson. Uh, that would make sense. Um, I'm trying to... Even Gibson's only making I think twelve this year, but that that might do it. Yeah, all those but guys. But again, yeah. And, and yeah, he's expiring, so I mean, it, it make the money work. And then I'm thinking, right, if you have Robin Lopez, Millsap, Jimmy Butler, Wade, and uh, whatever, right? Like, that's, that's, but like, is that enough to, 
uh, to really push because if you're Chicago, you're going all in at that point, right? Um, and it's basically saying like like you're maximizing around Jimmy. So uh, so in this idea, you're keeping him. So don't sound so hot on that. That now the two names that well. Okay, I'm gonna pass on this other one. Like, I really want to see him in OKC. Like, and we we're kind of saying, I. Th- but I don't know if you have enough back. Like, would Cantor and Depot, and maybe take some other kind of money back. I don't know. Is there something there? Um, but, well, see, even that—that's that's too much because Cantor's Cantor's making sixteen, seventeen. Depot's yeah, I making, know. Depot's making. I was just trying 20. to make it like enticing because of the talent there. Um. And I don't think Depot does it on his own. Cantor and Dwight probably doesn't work out. Um, yeah, Depot's nah. That's not going to work out. That's not. That's not enough talent going back. That now. Now the two teams that are super interesting to me are um, Boston and Toronto. Now um, I don't know which one you want to touch on first, but Boston to me is kind of interesting because they have Al Horford. They know him and Millsap really work together. And they have a ton of uh, um, of assets. As a Boston fan yourself, do you see that one happening on some level? Like maybe like Jalen Brown smart and a pick. Yeah, I'm actually writing a little bit about this. Uh, that's because again, the money's not going to work there. You got to send back some probably Crowder and and maybe some more. But either way, so I've come to the realization that uh, just two years ago Atlanta was really good, and now they're breaking it up. You got to have superstars. You know, people try to do the whole, hey, the, the Detroit Piston things. And this kind of scares me about Utah right now, too, because, I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of the Utah model, right? Really good players in a lot of different positions, deep. Yep. You got to have superstars, man. And that's what I've been saying this whole time, consolidation of assets. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're saying Boston shouldn't do that because they should save well, their assets I, I for an think, actual I, no, superstar. And see, that's where you, you jumped the gun, my Canadian friend, because that's not what I was saying. I was also saying that, I mean, there's only so many superstars to go around, and teams don't let go of superstars. So what do you really want? What are you going to do? And look at Memphis. Memphis built a good team that was competitive, won 50, you know, high 50, mid 50 games every year. Teams respected them. You got to, you got to just build the best team you can and roll the dice. You know, yeah. that's what I mean, Dallas did for those years. When and then they 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 broke through and Dirk won a championship for him. You know, he, he they they rode him at home. That team wasn't the greatest, deepest team, but they built a quality team, hung around, and they found their moment. They struck. So, I kind of I've, I'm resigned to the fact that that might be Boston. A couple of years ago, they had this war chest of picks and you know players, blah blah. Um, and you know Al Horford's great. I love him. I, Isaiah Thomas. I'm learning to appreciate him more and more every game. That's not going to beat the best, but it's still a really good team. So if you want to add uh, Paul Millsap and move some pieces, I, I, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be the end of the world. I could see the contract of um, Amir Johnson, mm-hmm. um, even a player like Marcus, Marcus Smart, uh, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. And, and, that's fine. And, not Jalen Brown. I would say you got to keep Jalen Brown. I'll say okay if I'm Atlanta, because um, I'm forgetting his name from this year's draft number 14, but I actually really like him, the 6'8", uh, small forward they picked up. Uh, so I don't super need that position. Oh, DeAndre, Don, DeAndre uh, Bembry? Yes, sir. Yeah, I like him. It's either Bembry or it's uh, uh, the other kid, uh, Tarion Prince. Oh, yeah, Prince, Prince, Prince. Uh, but I like both. Uh, but I think you take that risk on smart, you take a couple of those picks, and you take some money in a mirror, and I think that's where you walk away. Because, like... If I'm Boston, I can keep Crowder and I can keep Bradley in that deal. It starts to become interesting because I think if you look at 
Thomas Bradley, Crowder, Millsap, Horford, that becomes a team with very few weaknesses. I mean, so the problem, the only problem I have there is that um, we just watched Al, Al Horford and and Millsap get get punked and get bullied by Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love for the last, you know, we, we've watched it already. So, and that's that's where I got to stop thinking. I got to shift my perspective and stop thinking about, well, how can this team beat Cleveland? Because they can't. They're not going to beat Cleveland for the next couple of years. No. You know, but again, just like Dallas, you got to just kind of make the best team you can. And if you if you see a you see a crack in the crack in the armor, you got to go for it. So, um, yeah, man, Millsap, Horford, uh, Isaiah doing the heavy lifting, scoring. Uh, you know, Bradley playing defense. That's that's a good team. Yeah. That's a good team. And, and a, I just got to realize we might not be a great team. And the last team I was thinking of because it's getting all the press. Do you think there's actually a deal that the Raptors can make happen? Because the Raptors think they're that one piece away from contending with Cleveland. I just don't know if if some package of like Ross, I don't know, Potal and uh, and a pick or like I just don't know where the talent comes back. Like you're probably not, like you're not moving JV, you're not moving Demar, you're not moving Lowry, and well, see, and the problem with that that's the problem, right? Like if you just say they get Millsap and they want to compete, you you're not if you, I mean you're not just doing it for this year, right? So you got to end up paying them. That's a lot of money for guys over 30. And guess who's getting paid also? You know it. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's getting paid. And he's we're talking for him. You know, we thought that we thought that uh DeRozan's contract was huge. Kyle's gonna be going for that maybe 35. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Millsap they got his bird rights, whatever, he's still gonna want that 30, 35. He's you know, we're talking paying a hundred million dollars for three players. That's out of a hundred twenty million dollar cap, you know, so it's all right, so uh, before we move on to the uh, next player, uh, just gut feeling uh, by trade uh, deadline. Where's Millsap? Gut feeling. Um, you know what? I, I was hoping that maybe Washington can Washington could be able to throw Ooh, together some good. kind of deal for him. That is good. To go with John Wall and Beal, that'd be a that'd be, and that'd be another team. In, I like him next and, to Gortat well, a lot. Yeah, no, that's yeah, nice. That'd be fun. Total, total points for that one. Um, Okay, um, quick. Uh, but what I what my my hold on, really my, my gut feeling. Yeah. Um, I think Ainge is gonna swing big, uh, uh, and this is my hope. I hope he swings big for him or Jimmy Butler. I prefer he he try to throw something for Butler mm-hmm. and throw you know even that's what I, I wouldn't mind giving the Nets picks. Yeah. But um, yeah, my gut feeling, and I, I did hear the Portland, and I heard San Antonio talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this just just for my hope. I heard Pelicans. Uh, I hope the Pelicans are gonna do something. For Ooh, me. Millsap, Anthony Davis. That's dirty. I like that. Drew Holiday. I like that a lot. Yes, sir. Oh man, total points for you on this Millsap one. Um, uh, uh, Winslow uh, went down with a shoulder injury, uh, making some uh, little birds squeak that maybe Whiteside and Dragic are 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 going away. Um, maybe they want to rebuild there. Um, Dragic, a little bit older. We can talk about it. another one. Uh, the more interesting one to me is Whiteside. Do you? Is there any way because of this you see this being a possibility of them moving him? I, uh, um, I, just from what we know about Pat Riley, no, he seems to be the old guard. But if he was smart, yeah. Okay, just a few options if uh, if they're thrown at him. How about if Toronto throws JV and, and Terrence Ross at him? I mean, JB's on a better contract. To, Ross is on a good. No, nah, that's fine, and that's. I mean, I, like for Toronto, it makes sense. You know, you get the rim protector you want, big, uh, you know, rebounder. It's it makes it makes a lot of sense, and it, I mean, if if that's what 
How long is how long is Terrence Ross's? Uh, I think he's got another like two or three. I mean, sure, they got a young wing. That that that'll help. He's not even making that much. He's making like ten. Yeah, so that's fine. That that work for them. And uh, is JV expiring? No, he's got another like two or three at least. How much is he making? About sixteen, seventeen. Whew. But not, not as bad as not as bad as Whiteside. Not, not as bad as Whiteside. So um, it's it's a little. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. I, I I that sounds almost like a zero sum game. But Toronto for Toronto, it's great. I don't, I don't know why Miami would do that because they want to stick it to LeBron. That's my. It's not even a real answer. It's my only. That's terrible. <laughs> um, I was thinking I I really want him in San Antonio as much as he's not a pop guy. Maybe Aldridge, Dejounte uh, Murray, something like that. No, I can't rock you don't, You're not. You're not talking. You're not talking. No. And, and who are you who are you talking? Go to San Antonio. Uh, uh, Whiteside. Yeah. I want a rim protector. Uh, the only last one I thought that had any bite to it again was your Pelicans. So like a healed uh, a Sheik and Terrence Jones. For for Whiteside. I don't know. I, like, are we doing Whiteside? I just say this. I sound incredulous because I get it. He the numbers look good. I just can't forget, even as far as last last season, Wade and Bosch making you know they they picked their words carefully, but basically they were talking about how immature he was. <laughs> uh, and you know, again, I can't get the image out of my mind of of Stephen Adams and and Enos Cantor just having their way with him, and he just kind of out there loafing around like, oh well, I'm lost this game, so I'm just gonna just I'm hang being out. paid. I just I and just you know he's getting what twenty mil a year at least. I it's just, like twenty five closer to, but. Uh, oh yeah, it's four years, huh? Four years, hundred yeah, mil. Is that's that right? a lot of money, man. Yeah, dude. I, I, I know. I, I, maybe I'm too hard on him. Sorry, anybody listening who thinks I'm too hard on him, I apologize. But I, I just, I, when you're paying somebody that kind of money, I, I kind of want to see a certain mentality. And even if you're not a, the rah 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 growling kind of guy, I still want to see some fire and see just some some try hard every night. And the fact that he doesn't give you that every night, that's that's bothersome. And <laughs> Greg Popovich would hate that. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, we got the big fish last, and this is the guy we uh, uh, we kind of opened with the quick hitters. We're talking about Chicago. Should you keep or move Jimmy Butler? We showed a couple options how you keep him. This is this is your moving him. This is the big fish. This is the big cat who can change a lot. This is this is a league that's based on wings. This is one of the best in the game. Twenty-seven years old, ready to win right now. Um, besides Boston, because uh, we obviously know. Uh, 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 that's your team, and and that's where you want them. And um, I was thinking like Brown, Bradley, and two firsts, something like that. As I seem about fair, let him have it. Yeah, perfect. Send him. Yep. And, and, uh, Crowder. I heard. I heard a lot of people mentioning Crowder, Brown, and then like a Nets pick. I'm all for it. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, uh, j- bring him on. Uh, uh, you bring some size to that two guard next to Isaiah Thomas. That that's just money in the bank. Like if you can keep one of those. Uh, small forwards between Brown and Crowder. You're just laughing. Um, I mean, if I'm uh, if I'm the Bulls, I'd personally rather Brown. I think just because he's younger and has more potential. And and if I'm send them, and, send and, them both. and if I'm Boston, I'd rather keep Crowder. Um, I would rather take more young assets and take Amir for the money and just leave you your veterans to go contend right now. If I'm, uh, but send them both. All right. So that one, uh, I'm a weird one. Denver. Uh, what are you thinking of that? Uh, maybe playing at the two. Uh, Denver, I think, is a sneaky team in all these deals that we didn't talk about. We should talk to, about Millsap going there, too, because 
They have so many young assets. I just worried about Millsap being uh, being the wrong side of 30. They're not ready to contend right now. But Butler being 27, like um, I was thinking of something like uh, they want to play uh, uh, Jokic, so they still have Nurkic, who's a who's a stud down low. Uh, how if you did something like Nurkic, Tyson Chandler, and maybe if you if you even want to push him over the top? Uh, you mean Wilson Chandler? Yeah, Wilson yeah, Chandler. yeah, Wilson Chandler. My bad. And uh, Jamal Murray, like if you really want to push it over the top. I mean, Atlanta. I think Atlanta would love that. I mean, uh, Chicago would love that. You're getting younger. You're getting shooting. Mm-hmm. You're getting uh, some size. I, I I don't see why they wouldn't, man. That's actually it makes so much sense. Man, you you really put some work into this. Yeah, man. Uh, so I think that one would be cool, especially because if you keep Gallinari, you have Gallinari next to Jimmy, and then you have Moutier next to Jimmy. I think that makes sense. And then Jokic, and then you still have Fareed, who kind of hate, but swap swap out Gallo, Gallo, uh, swap out Rooster for Wilson Chandler, and keep Wilson Chandler instead. Yeah, well, uh, I'd rather do that all day. I'm a big Chandler fan. Uh, those two, um, uh, Jimmy Butler. I was thinking they still got Malik Beasley. They still got my man Gary Harris. All day. That'd, All be, day. that'd be a pretty All dope day. team, man. Um, okay, so that's a pretty dope one. Um, is there any chance? I don't think that uh, they move on Blake Griffin for him. Like, I think that's kind of like, like, like I was just looking at Star Power, but I'm like, I don't think. They hey, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Jimmy Butler for either or Marquise Chris and Dragon Bender and PJ Tucker and. You want to throw in maybe even T.J. Warren, and you got Jimmy Butler playing small forward with Devin Booker. You're gonna need some money, Bledsoe. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna need to take one of your point guards. Um, uh, if not Bledsoe, then Brandon Knight can go too. Brandon Knight can go too. Are you worried about Bobby Portis and Bender or Chris being too similar? Nope, because they're young. You can move them around their assets. That's good. Because so, Chicago's remember, not Chicago's an asset collection mode. They're not absolutely one hundred percent. I'm just wondering, does that actually move the make Phoenix a point where they actually matter? I mean, you add you're adding twenty five, like six and six. They're going to matter. Yeah. All right. I kind of like that one, but I don't think like I I I, I want to put him on a team where I actually think it, it, he would contend with them. Uh, this next one again, so it's same kind of deal as before. Um, Add another star in Utah. They're starting two is Hood. Take him. Take favors. Put him for for Butler. You're starting Lyles. You're stretching the floor around uh, Gobert. So it's Gobert, Lyles, Hayward, uh, Butler, and Hill. Bam. Whoa. And then Derek Favors and Rodney Hood go to Chicago. That fills in for the scoring at the two. You have Favors and Portis. So we're talking just Favors and, and Hood. And- and hood for Jimmy yep. Butler. Easy peasy. Wow, dude, you are you are you got the heat today, man. That actually that one works the best. You got Gordon Hayward and Jimmy That's Butler. That's what I'm saying. And then that becomes dirty against Golden State. And, and you're wow. stretching the floor. Lyles becomes a little more prominent. You still have you still have uh, uh, Johnson. You still have uh, like like a bunch of your older guys who can play spot up minutes. Like wow. And you haven't touched. Uh, uh, your point guard rotation, you still have um, Hill and Exum. I, I got to hand it to you, man. This is your, this is your, um, this is your. Oh, you know I love trades and your, drafts, man. This is, your, <laughs> this is your Kobe, this is your Kobe Bryant 81 point game here, bro. I appreciate it, man. Uh, this is, yeah, you, you I, usually I, I can't stand talking to you for this long, but you actually bring this today. <laughs> 
Bruce Belt. Um, so just apart from that, the only other one that I, because uh, I kind of had, like, I kind of wanted to try some OKC thing again. I couldn't really make it work, and I didn't really think Butler and, and Russ really worked together in the level I wanted them to. And there was something I was think I was trying to put together like a Lakers like like uh, Russell and Randall kind of thing. But again, I'm like, wait, hold on. Now you you can't say you want him to go somewhere where he can contend and then try to send him over. To no, Lakers. you can't. Oh uh, no, exactly. So uh, it didn't work. But the last one was um, I'm gonna try to like play somehow. Is there any way that him that he could end up on the on the Pelicans and and Anthony Davis stays on that team? I really want to see that so bad. <sighs> Let's try to think what the Pelicans got. Buddy um, Heald, um, uh, their draft pick. Uh, Terrence Jones has been, and he's nice. Um, Cheek, what, Cheek, Cheek Diallo? Uh, wasn't that Cheek Diallo? Yeah. Uh, they still have Evans if they choose to want him. They uh, Maybe Holiday. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough there. And th- they don't have enough. Yeah, I know. Yeah, too many other teams have more. And that's what... Uh, but you kind of see uh, where I was going because I think Jimmy Butler and Anthony Davis, you stay healthy. That is brutal. So I'm just trying to. So you think Denver would be okay, but not not Phoenix? I just don't think like I think if both those so trades go like, down, I don't even know if Phoenix guaranteed makes the it. playoffs. Nah, Eric Bledsoe, Devin Booker, Tyson Chandler's actually been balling this year. This team around him is just not oh, very yeah. good. Still got Alex Len, as you said, Alex Len in the trade. And you'd send either Chris or Bender, not both. So you got one or the other. I don't know. Do you think? I just, I, I, I think, I, I, I think I, maybe I think a little higher of Phoenix's pieces yeah. than a lot of people do. I think, I think Phoenix has one of the best young, just sort of assets, one of the best teams out there, just asset wise, not yeah, the way they're yeah. playing now or anything. But, well, especially um, like, like, I, like I where they picked up Booker and they got two stud forwards last year. I see you. That's it. And I think I, my only and Bledsoe's been amazing this year too. Bledsoe's yeah, been awesome. I think my only argument is I'd be a little worried that my uh, front court is a bit too young. Besides Chandler, and they don't produce enough. And, and and then I'm like, when it comes to the playoffs, is Bledsoe and Butler enough compared to who we're talking about in terms of the true contenders? When you, I mean, you're also, I mean, same thing. You got in Denver with with Jokic and yeah, Jokic's mad young. And, what are you and, saying? And, yeah, that nah, 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 I'll give you props on that one because uh, Jokic was was looking exposed today. He, nah, he, he's good. It's just the fact that I mean, you're he's saying, not quite. Like, yeah, it's the same argument. It's the same argument. Not, yeah, now you're right. So uh, the winner for that one, I think, was. No, uh, no, nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not even going to compete this. Time. You you dominated today. You dominated today. I gotta, I'm going to give you a prop for once. <laughs> Usually you're terrible, and today you were not terrible. You were great. Oh, thanks, man. Well, I appreciate that one. Uh, before we let these guys go, you got any uh, closing thought in the NBA season? What you're looking forward to? Anything that's kind of grinding your gears or anything in between? Nah, I just like I said, I've been kind of bummed out. I kind of I came to the realization that that whole war chest that uh, that that Boston had, they turned it into like Terry Rozier and uh, Ubisoft, and you know they should have never Marcus drafted Martin. those guys last year. Like all those picks and Brown, yeah. I mean, and you know, I don't care. I heard the rumors about what they wanted for Jimmy Butler. Just send it, man. So I would felt a lot better if they had Jimmy Butler, Al Horford, and Isaiah Thomas, and you know, whoever else. Just you know, a bunch of D leaguers around them. I'd feel a lot better about that than. And it's not even. I, I guess it's kind of a. I shouldn't say that because I don't even feel bad. You know, it's a good team. It's a good team. Boston's a good team. I should. I gotta just kind of lower my expectations. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode here. Catch all our work on PressBasketball.com. 
and uh, we'll shoot this guy out. And remember to uh, yell at us on our social medias. We're always on Twitter, always uh, talking things that make sense. And in my case, a lot of things that don't make sense. But it's always fun, and it's always in the league. Peace. Is that the, that the new is that the outro now? It's no real outro. I just say things.